Welcome everyone to another episode of A Sister and Her Mister. Today we have Kelly Nemiro. She is a health and hormones expert who helps women lose weight, gain energy, and feel at home and at peace in their bodies. She is a certified health coach and Pilates instructor who has undergone her personal transformative journey and is devoted to guiding others in hormone rebalancing. Doctor said you got PCOS, now go on girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian and helped my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna move them along and take control of yourself. Join a sister and a Welcome, Kelly. We're so excited to have you on our podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I was actually, like I told you guys a little bit off mic, I was doing a little bit of research and your story sounds very similar to mine. I didn't have PCOS, but it was kind of like just not wanting to like hear that like birth control was the only option as as a result. And like, (laughs) tell us about yourself. Tell us about how you got on your hormone balancing, rebalancing journey. I want to hear all about how you became a Pilates instructor and health coach. Yeah. So for me, it really started like it does for so many people, like in the midst of my own mess and like all my own problems where I was in my probably mid twenties, like 26, 25. And I was gaining weight and I wasn't getting my period because I had gotten off the pill in hopes that like someday we would try to have a family. And I was like, I could not, I wasn't getting a period. I was losing my hair. I was stressed out all the time, like just all of these different symptoms. Um, and every time I would go to a doctor, they would either tell me eat less and exercise more or here, going back on the birth control pill. That's your solution. I'm like, that's not my solution because that's not going to let me have kids one day. <laughs> like I need another yeah. solution. So help me figure this out. And no doctor was really willing to, until I finally went to a naturopathic doctor and they were willing to run a lot more tests. And I didn't even know at that point that there was more testing, that there was more options. And I think that that's a big part of the problem for so many of the women that I now work with or the community that I have on Instagram, and I'm sure that you see this too, is that like, there's just not enough education on what's even available to us. And so I was mm-hmm. so in the dark. And then now, or to come to that point, I was like, oh, there's more testing. So she diagnosed me as hy- hypothyroid. I got on a little bit of medication for that. That started to help me to feel a little bit better. And then once that key was kind of unlocked for me and I knew that there was more options and then she had explained just like very basic, like if you eat more foods that are rich in selenium and zinc and iodine and like things like that, you're going to help your thyroid function better. And that's ultimately going to help your ovaries function better. And I didn't realize that it was all connected. I was like, okay, I'm going down a huge rabbit hole. And I'm going to like do all the research that I can to figure out like what makes my body work and what makes my body tick. Ultimately, after like a year of that, I ended up getting everything re-regulated. And it was like, if I can do that myself, then I can help other people do this for themselves. And I know that there are probably so many people out there struggling. And I want everyone to know that like, if you take the right approach and you can understand your body just by having more information and knowledge, like you really can do anything, anything like miracles are completely possible. I think that we're just taught that different parts of the body are so sad like, oh, this is just a, an issue with your ovaries, or this is just an issue with your liver. And it's like, no, it all works together. It all functions yeah. together. It's all interconnected. 
Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's so well said, because like you said, like everything is connected to each other just because one organ or one body part is having some issues. It doesn't mean another body part isn't causing that or isn't also suffering from the same root cause. So Great. I think that was really, really good point. And I think it really comes down to also like the education and awareness that that, that um, people are, are told when they go to the doctor's office. Like we've we've heard it so many times where somebody goes to see the doctor, they're, they have, they're missing their periods or they have acne, hair loss, and then Here's birth control with no like education about what's going to happen when you want to get off of it or, or if you want to have kids. It's just like, oh, when you're when you want to have kids, just come back and we'll figure it out then. It's always like we'll figure it out then, which is like really, I'm sure, frustrating for for so many like female patients. Oh, 100 percent. It's it's so frustrating. And I think that that band-aid solution of the birth control pill is like that's the biggest one of the biggest parts of the problem is that it's like you're not solving anything and so even if i come back 3 years later that root cause is still going to be here and then maybe some other additional issues because there's not enough education on the symptoms and side effects of birth control as there should be and i'm sure that you guys have probably talked about that a ton on your podcast um but it's like people don't know that it can cause gut health dysbiosis and that it can cause like deficiency in b vitamins and issues with iron like there's so many different things that it can cause and nobody's yeah. educated on okay these are the this is the positive of what i could get from taking it but this is the risk that i can get from taking it risk of stroke risk of a heart attack what all these additional risk factors that yeah. are and unless you have been somebody who's like had a history of a stroke before, like you're probably not getting that list and you're probably not reading that little pamphlet that comes along with your birth control pill either. Yeah. yeah. Who's reading that pamphlet? Yeah. <laughs> so once you found out that you had hypothyroid, like yeah. what happened after that? What were you doing that really helped move the needle, helped you lose weight? Because I know it's so hard with yeah. hypothyroid and you can take medication that helps a lot. And then there's diet and lifestyle changes too. For me, it was both. I think the medication kind of gave me an extra little kick in the pants to say like, Hey, okay, you have enough energy now to like not take a nap at your desk every day and like get some stuff done. But a big piece of the story that I actually didn't mention was during this time, I was actually, I don't have like it nor like in the past, did I have traditional Hashimoto's, like the autoimmune thyroid. The thyroid condition that I have is created because of issues with the adrenals putting pressure on the thyroid. And so a lot of what created my thyroid condition in the first place was stress. And I didn't really recognize that that was playing a major role in my life. And it wasn't until I went to see that naturopath at the very beginning when she said to me, she's like, what's your diet like? What is your exercise routine like? How many hours a week are you working? And I'm like, um, and I wasn't like to be totally forthright. I was not very honest with her at the beginning because I was still working through an eating disorder. And so I was barely eating at all. I was exercising two plus hours a day because every doctor out there was telling me eat less, exercise more. And so like yeah. I kept going through um, that vicious cycle. And then on top of that, I was getting my MBA and working a full-time job. And so the stress and the cortisol levels were just overload to the max. And yeah. how could you not be like, you're doing all these different things, work, yeah. school, and then you knowing you have a hypothyroid issue, it's like all like co compounding on each other. Yeah, exactly. And so it was like all of that cortisol output, all of that, like adrenaline, HPA axis dysfunction, putting pressure on the thyroid. So finally, when she connected those dots for me and she's like, okay, your diet and like how much you're eating and the fact that you're giving, not giving yourself enough food 
is contributing to the fact that your thyroid is slowing down because it's in scarcity mode. It is in a mode right now where it doesn't feel safe to have a higher metabolism because all it wants to do is store fat because it doesn't know when you're going to feed it again. So you need to start feeding yourself regularly. You need to start giving yourself more nourishment regularly. And this is the first doctor, probably because she was a naturopath, probably because she was a more holistic doctor who actually spent more than five minutes in a room with me, like trying to understand my lifestyle and some of the things that I was doing behind the scenes. And so I took that really to heart and I was like, okay, if I want to heal this and I don't want to spend the rest of my life trying to figure out like how I'm going to have babies, I need to do this. And I need to like really put my all into it. And so I went home that day with all the intention of, okay, this was going to be my focus for the next year. And like, if I can really focus on this, like, let's see how far I can get. And everything totally turned around and totally shifted, but it did take a really long time. And that's what I tell a lot of my clients now is that like, you can't expect to heal a hormonal imbalance, whether it's your thyroid or PCOS or, you know, perimenopause, whatever it is in a matter of six weeks. Like that's just not the way that it works. You think about how long you've been living the way you've been living. It's probably a whole longer than six weeks. And that's what's caused this to come up. It's really about changing your lifestyle. Yeah, like we always say, it usually takes at least three months to see those significant changes. And the good thing is like over the over the course of the three months, in the first couple of weeks, first month, you see already some benefits. But to get those big changes for hormonal balance, fixing hypothyroid issues, like minimum three months to really see those like substantial improvements, right? Exactly. That's exactly what I tell people. I'll say, you'll start seeing those like little shifts in three months. And those little shifts that you see in the next three months are what's going to fuel you and motivate you to keep going for three more months to where you really start feeling like the full effects, like six to nine months later. And you're like, wow, I feel completely uh, like woman. I have energy again. My digestion feels good. Like all of this stuff, but it does not happen overnight. And so I love that you guys are on the same page. As yeah, I, I love that you said that because sometimes we get messages from women with PCOS and they're like, I'm following the method. I'm following the PCOS weight loss method. Um, the scale hasn't moved, but my skin cleared up and I have more energy, but like, what am I doing wrong? And I'm not yeah. seeing like the, you know, two pounds a week fly off. And I'm like, but it's like, you're revving up your metabolism again. You're actually like, if you see any good results, keep going in that direction because it's not like other people who can exercise more and eat less and then lose two pounds that week. It's like you're healing something and then your metabolism will work again. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be able to lose weight like other people can lose weight who don't have insulin resistance because what you do, you healed what are those th- factors that were causing the insulin resistance? Right. hundred percent. I love that you brought up the, just because of how much you deal with PCOS, like the insulin resistance factor. I always tell clients, like if you have insulin resistance, whether you have PCOS or not, no matter how much you try, no matter how little you eat and how much you exercise, you're not going to lose weight until you yeah. fix the insulin resistance. And so I think that for so many people that comes back to really learning completely different way of eating and taking care of their bodies than what they're used to, which is what you guys teach a lot about. And I I think it's really, really powerful because I think the way that we're informed about our diets in this country is a really, it's, it's really problematic. What if you had an app for PCOS that could tell you what to eat, when to work out and how to track your goals every day? 
Introducing the Sisterhood app. Not only does the Sisterhood app give you access to the largest community of women with PCOS, but it also provides you with a daily PCOS plan. Your daily PCOS plan tells you exactly what to eat for each meal of the day. It's like having me as a dietitian in your pocket. It also sends you a notification when it's time to work out, and it provides step-by-step videos to help you reverse your biggest PCOS symptoms. You also get access to 100-plus gluten and dairy-free recipes, the 5 Steps to PCOS Weight Loss Masterclass, and a full PCOS-friendly workout library to choose from. But let's not forget the most crucial component of PCOS weight loss, the support. You're not alone. In the sisterhood, you become part of the largest community of PCOS women where you can chat with us in our private Facebook group. Sirak, myself, and your fellow sisters are in there every day to answer your questions and support you along the way. So what are you waiting for? You can head over to the App Store and search Sisterhood or click the link in the description to get started today. See you in there. I feel like it's almost like it's on purpose, like how bad the diet, like education is in the United States, because it's, it's almost like made to like make thyroid issues come up or to have insulin resistance get worse or like, like it's almost made so that, you know, there is a large, like we all know the large industries that benefit off of it, like the pharmaceutical companies or um, other uh, other industries. So I think it is definitely like a big, big mishap on like our, our education system here. Cause I feel like in Europe, it's not like this, or especially like in countries like Sweden and like Finland, they have a lot of education about food and they teach kids from a young age, how different kinds of foods impact you. And it, it's not, in, it's not done in a way where it makes people feel guilty. It's more so like done in a way where it just helps them learn how too much sugar can cause this. It doesn't say don't eat sugar, just know like your moderation level. So I think we're, we're missing that here big time. hundred percent. I think that like I'll have clients write up for me like a food log when they first start working with me so we can understand like, okay, what's your baseline? What are you eating every single day? And it's not in a way to meant like to feel restrictive or anything like that because I've been there and that that doesn't feel good either. But I just want to understand what they're putting in their mouth because that truly does have such a huge impact on overall how they're feeling on their digestion, on their energy levels, on their anxiety, like because blood sugar regulates so many different functions within the body. And so what I see most often is people saying they'll wake up, have a cup of coffee, not eat for three hours, then have a bagel and then not eat for the rest of the day until dinner time, and then have this huge meal and then binge in their kitchen after dinner on chocolate or whatever, chips, all those things. And I'm like, okay, no wonder you feel this way because your blood sugar is going up, down, up, down, up, down, yeah. all day long, and it's never stable. And then on top of that, I would say the majority of the women that I work with, and I, I don't know how much you guys see of this, but they're overly stressed and they're super oh, yeah. over- which means that when we are in that chronic state of fight or flight and our bodies are constantly trying to put out fires and find the next source of stress and find the next problem to manage or deal with by waking up, turning on you know, your phone, looking at the notifications on Instagram, looking at all your emails, and then you run to the kitchen, try to rush to get your kids to school. Like it's never ending until you get to the end of the day. Your cortisol is high, which also, again, pulls blood sugar from the muscle groups to help you deal with the stressors. And so now your blood sugar is really all over the map and you have to be able to really learn, like you said, like a completely different way of eating and a completely different way of stress management if you are wanting to see those changes like come up in your life. And I think that 
I was actually watching this really cool documentary over the weekend. Um, that's like about blue zones and the places that oh, like, I, want to. I think we, yeah, we, we saw it on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's great. And I love that. That Like, it's so simple. It's like, if we can get our diet right and we can manage our stress a little bit better, it's like, it doesn't have to be this super complex thing of why these people live so much longer than us. It's like, yeah. they value those things. They value eating to feel good. They value eating. And I think that as Americans, we just value the quick fix. And so if we can change our value system a little bit to value, like what's going to help us with the long-term sustainability, that's what can really shift the results for us. Yeah. yeah. It's such a good point about that documentary because we were watching it and we were kind of like getting annoyed for a second because like it was talking about like this Italian town and how like they walk up, you know, they walk up hills yeah. all the time and then they do this and they do that. And they're like, and that's why they live up to 100 years old. I'm like, okay, there's so many different like little nuances here. Like, of course, the walking uphill, why? That's because um, as they're aging, they're always keeping their leg strength going. And that's the biggest sign of mortality is how easily can you get up and walk? Because the second you stop walking, you become sedentary and your body just falls apart. We all know that. So like, that's the real reason. It's not walking up a hill in the countryside. It's because of that. Or like they'll talk about certain things. I'm like, well, we're also like not talking about how none of these people are getting like chemicals, you know, like they're not using these soaps and shampoos or like these like everyday products that contain different hormone disruptors and endocrine disruptors. So they're not getting cancer or they're not susceptible to getting cancer. Like, so there's like so many little things. The show is really good, but like. I actually, I was like, now we're going to digress to this show, but (laughs) whatever. No, I just didn't. I was nitpicking that show and Steve's like, you have to calm down. You're taking it way too personally. And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, I don't want to live in an Italian countryside for the rest of my life. I want a vacation there at a nice villa and no problem. Or maybe not a nice villa, just vacation there. That's fine. Like, I love that for whoever is living there. Good for them. I like to vacation there, but that's not my lifestyle. Like, I really thrive off of like being creative and filming things and coming up with ideas and like recording this podcast. And like, I like my crazy life. And what I can do is take from that show and say, okay, you know what, like tone it down maybe like at night, you know, with the, with the cell phone and the TV and like maybe read a book instead and like walk during the sunset, you know, like there are nice things you can do to like reduce your cortisol um, but anyways, I was like taking that show so seriously. I was, like, no one's <laughs> gonna move to the countryside. Like, stop trying to like sell me on this. Like, I'm not down. Okay. Like, I, me and yeah. Sudak, we recently traveled. We were working from our laptops and traveling all year last year, and we lived in like Portofino for a month, somewhere yeah. called Rapallo next to Portofino. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. Okay. Like, great place to like vacation not my vibe we stayed there for too long we were there for a month and it was just like we were were gonna lose our mind because there was like nothing to do and everything was the same every single day we needed like variety we needed like la or like new york something where like there's 20 different things to do yeah (laughs) i feel the same way i i we live in vegas but like we travel like two to three weeks out of the month because like i want to spice it up i want friday and i have two kids and three dogs like it's it's a lot but like i want that in my life and so I 100% agree with you. I think that like being in modern society, a lot of the things that they're selling, like it's like, yeah, like that's just not relatable or like 
possible, but if we can incorporate a little bit of stress management, especially for some of the people who I work with, it's like when you literally don't have one break in your schedule all day long, or like the first thing you're doing is like going on your phone and then drinking a venti sized coffee. It's like, okay, how can we like shift that a little bit so that you're like naturally waking up a little bit slower? And like, cause those little things, at least what I found in my own recovery and a lot of the work that I do with women is like those little shifts make the biggest difference. I'm sure you've found that like in with PCOS, it's like, okay, can I have protein for breakfast in the morning? Great. Okay. Is that going to help with my blood sugar throughout the day? Great. Whereas like for years I would wake up and I would get a coffee and then not eat until noon. (laughs) Oh my God. That like ruins my blood sugar. If I do that now, my whole morning is shot. I can't be productive. I'm starving. It's lunchtime. I don't know what to do with myself. Like it's bad. 100%. 100%. And so it's like learning those little things about yourself and learn, learning that like, even though that's the way that American society tells us to live, it's like, okay, there are little micro shifts that I can make that will make a huge yeah. difference overall in how I feel. The moral of the story, you don't have to move to the Italian countryside yeah. to live a PCOS friendly life or yes. a hormone friendly life. 100%. It happen at home. Okay. We don't need to be living on a hill three miles up walking all day long. And that is just like what I took. That's why I was so passionately annoyed about that blue zone show. So yeah. like, Stop trying to convince me to move there. <laughs> and I love that you guys brought up the toxins thing too, because I, I did feel like that was something that was missing. And I think it's missing from a lot of hormone conversations my husband and I were like watching TV probably like a week or so ago. And he's like this commercial for like tide pods comes on. And he's like, isn't it so crazy that like most of America is like putting that in their laundry. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I think we were putting that in our laundry like six years ago. Like you don't know any better. You're just like, Oh, okay. But then you realize that like your toothpaste and your soap and your, you know, mattress and all of these different things have different hormone disruptors. And when you can start to make those small changes over time too, and start eliminating those from your home, you will ultimately start to feel a lot better with that too. But then I think that one thing that has to be really mentioned here is that like all of these things, whether it's your diet or your workouts, again, I was like a person who was working out like twice a day, but then there's also the people who are like completely sedentary, or if you have like all these toxins in your home, doing it all at once is not going to feel good. That's going to feel super overwhelming. It's going to raise your cortisol even more. And it's going to make it completely unsustainable because you don't even really necessarily know why you're doing it or what chemicals you're getting rid of or what the real reasoning behind it is. And so the more that you can educate yourself and do things slowly and like as you run out of the soap or the toothpaste, replace it with something non-toxic, educate yourself and then keep moving on or you start with breakfast and then you add on, like that's going to make the stuff that you're doing so much more sustainable. Yeah, I I totally agree. Instead of replacing everything at once or just starting full, like from day one, do it one step at a time, one day at a time. That's how we always talk about it. I think that's it's a really good tip. And speaking of uh, tips like that, could you could we go a little bit more into like your services? Your yeah. like, what is like your like the method you usually use when someone comes to you at, at first for looking for your help? Some of the steps you take with them, and feel free to mention your website and anywhere where people can find you. So they can head over there if they want those too. Yeah. So when people a client comes to work with me, 
We will have them fill out an application just to make sure they're the right fit. And then once we have had a discovery call, we've talked through the symptoms, we've understood what's going on, then we order a bunch of lab work for you, including a GI map. We order an ASI kit, which is for your adrenals. And then we order a bunch of blood work to see what's completely going on in your system. Because like I said, I was given the bare minimum of lab work for years with doctors, and I could never really understand what was going on with my body as a whole. And so we try to connect all the systems, understand, okay, is your cortisol high? Is that impacting what's going on with your blood sugar? Is that impacting what's going on with your insulin? Or are you, you know, in perimenopause earlier than expected because you're super stressed? We just try to connect everything, all the dots. And then we do three to six months of sessions, depending on what the client needs to really overhaul, change their diet, change their lifestyle, understand why they're behaving the way that they're behaving. Because a lot of times until we understand, oh, I'm a perfectionist because I saw my mom being a perfectionist, or I'm so like focused on my body because I've seen all of the women in my life so focused on their body and like so obsessive about their body. That was a big thing for me. So we do a lot of the mindset work that helps us to shift some of those limiting beliefs so that you feel more comfortable changing your diet, changing your exercise routine, changing how you're managing your stress. Because until you change some of those limiting beliefs, you're going to keep falling into those old patterns and those old habits and those old ways of thinking. I offer also offer an online course and a membership model where we offer workouts, meditations, and recipes every single week. So there's a huge content library where we have community resets and things like that. And it's all on wellnessbykelly.com. And you can find me on Instagram at wellnessbykelly. I love that. I love how you're looking at it from so many different angles. Like first with the lab work, really see like what's going on beneath. And then also working on the the mindset because like that's just as important when you're making lifestyle changes that, that's going to impact you physically. Also the mental changes because that's what makes it sustainable long term or else if the two and two, if the two don't connect, then it's almost like one won't be as strong without the other. So that's that's really amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I found that for me until I was able to wrap my brain around like why I was behaving the way that I was, it didn't allow me to really like have compassion for myself to actually hold myself to make the changes that I wanted to make. So that's how the model works. So I appreciate you acknowledging that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And for anyone who's interested, we'll put the link in the description of this episode. So you can click on that and head over directly. We highly recommend working with Kelly. She has great services, membership, everything. So if you need workouts, uh, meals and mindset changes, meditations. It's a great source. Thank you. I'm excited to have you guys on our show too. Coming yeah. up. I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be really fun. fun. What was the name of your podcast so everybody knows as well? Our podcast is called Balancing Chaos and you can find it on Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Amazing. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being part of this episode, Kelly. We can't wait to go on your podcast and talk further there. And thank you for the listeners for being part of this episode. Um, until next time, we'll... Say bye-bye. Bye. Do you know what the most researched supplement for PCOS is? Yes, inositol. But do you know that not all inositols are the same? Hush your mouth. The latest research on PCOS women uses inositol with a ratio of 40 to 1 myo and d chiro inositol with a daily dosage of 4,000 milligrams. Well, I declare. But here's the problem. A lot of inositols out there do not use the 40 to 1 ratio and many do not have a daily dosage of 4,000 milligrams. So that one month supply of inositol you bought may last half the time if you take the clinical dosage. Heavens to Betsy! Well, hold your horses, cowboy. 
That's why I love Ovacetol. It comes in a ratio of 40 to 1, myo and D-chiro inositol, and it provides a daily dosage of 4,000 milligrams. It also comes in a three-month supply. And best of all, it's the only NSF-certified 40 to 1 inositol, so you know that it's been third-party tested for purity and accuracy. Well, butter my backside and call me a biscuit. Head over to ovafit.org to order your Ovacetol today with our special 15% off promo. You can also find the link in the show description. Well, I declare. Okay, that's it. Thank God, I'm out of freezes. 